3: TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Alisa, Mark Jackson, and Jason Miller. Coming up on TMS, no one suspects the volcano sponges. Scott's banana is radioactive. Underwater hoo-ha. I'ma close my eyes and poke. Uranium is from Uranus. 23rd of the month again. Bobby is a scab. Scott doesn't add. Mega
4: hard drive of bumpers.
3: Our lord and savior, Danny DeVito, on recommendals and more on this episode of the morning stream.
0: Don't you love the color of Welch's purple grape juice? Purple is the color of things that are very special, like the Concord grapes in Welch's. That's why Welch's tastes really, really grapey. I mean, it is 100% grape juice. So it's like you're tasting a whole bunch of grapes all at once. That's why you don't gulp it, you sip it. Purple things taste special, and Welch's grape juice is very purple.
5: I will burn the world.
3: The Morning Stream, steady as she goes, number two. Greetings and hello and welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. We got a 23-23 in the house. Woo, woo! Those aren't always happening. Uh, Hi, everybody. Oh, no, I guess they are happening all year. There's a 23rd every month, so I don't know why I said that. (laughs) It's a very common occurrence and uh, will happen every month, so I don't know why I'm celebrating it. I'm Scott Johnson. I am joined today by guest chair host, Mr. Bobby Frankenberger. Hello, Bobby.
4: Hello, everyone. Hello. Yes, I am here. You you, uh, sitting in the chair, borrowing the chair from Brian Ibbett.
3: Mm-hmm. His his ample seat is now yours for the remainder of today's program. I hope an ample you, is uh, the right word. I think is it the right word, or am I? saying Yeah, saying a or maybe
4: uh, <laughs> it's cushioned oh. is what I'm trying to say.
3: Oh, I see what you're saying. Ample, yeah, yeah we don't mean like it's.
4: I'm not referring to any physical characteristic no.
3: of of Brian's bum. No, 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 <laughs> no. We're talking like you know he keeps it clean. Uh I don't know. He fluffs it, I suppose. What else do you do to a chair to keep things good? You know, you spray it, maybe.
4: Do you do any of those
3: things? <laughs> no, I don't do any of that. <laughs> you know, like I use this chair so much for every show I'm on, I'm sitting in it. Every stream I do, I'm sitting in it. For the rest of the day, I'm standing mostly. It's a standing desk, but I have a high chair that I sit in when I record. I can't. I can't podcast and stand. I, I fidget too much. It's weird.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I was. Uh, I recently did some. Uh, some voiceover some voice acting work with um it was actually a project that uh many of you may know uh that uh bill meeks is, oh i like uh, is bill meeks on.
3: he's a good dude yeah. yeah
4: but uh so where he does these voice voice acting recording sessions with groups of people all together which is very different uh, most most people don't do that anyway i was there and everybody's like all these uh, this is the first voice acting i've ever done like in any serious sense and uh and everybody else who's there there's a lot of professional voice actors and they're all like in their place with their nice microphones and they're sta- all of them are standing
3: oh yeah and well, it's cuz they, have, here, to, they like, have to they have to enunciate they have to they have to articulate and gesticulate right
4: yeah I, and i get it but i just don't i just don't i'm like you i can't really do it I, i've 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 cultivated my chest forward you know <laughs> not restricting my diaphragm sitting position when i podcast so maybe i don't need to stand but maybe i should try Mm. maybe i should (laughs) my
3: my diaphragm fell out so i don't know where it is i don't know what happened it's a well you know
4: the doctors are looking for it (laughs) they'll
3: give me the patch or something it'll be fine um but my point is like for now if somebody said hey scott we need you to to do uh voice acting let's say it's an animated something and you need to be a character I would probably want to stand for that because I would want to, like, be physical with the role. But yeah, it's hard well, for me halfway to do it through for the show, you know? Uh,
4: mo- when we were almost done, really, I kind of realized that. And I was like, you know, a lot of the acting I'm trying to do here is... Because it's the acting part of it, right? Um, and it is very physical to, to do that, I yeah. think. Yeah. I- I- I'm not talking like an expert. Like I said, this is the first time I've ever done it. But I realized as I was doing it, getting into character, that... I- that even though it's just your voice, I was, you know, gesticulating and mm. and uh, and using body language to sort of, like, get into character and give the performance, you know.
3: Are the results of this recording session available to anybody? Can people see this?
4: Um, I don't know how anybody... I don't know if it's a public Discord that you could go to, but, uh, but um, there is a YouTube channel I should... Uh, I should find it. But um, there's a YouTube channel. It's it's called Everly Heights, the whole project. He's, he's creating sort of like a, a whole universe um, of shows that he's going to eventually put together. But it's called Everly Heights. Yeah. And the one that we're doing is called, uh, the first one that's coming out is very special. Um, it's sort of like a 90s takeoff. It's like a you know like a 90s sitcom kind of after sure. school special not after school special but an after school sitcom yeah um thing but i'll i'll put it in the chat i just got the i just found the link to his website the everly heights website it's everlyheights.tv for anybody who's listening um, yeah but, go check
3: it uh, out bill meeks doing cool yeah. work
4: because it, it one of the great things that he does there is he um he he's very transparent about the process yeah of of what he's doing cuz it's also going to be animated using like AI animation it's pretty interesting um, but uh, he's very transparent about it and he's doing a whole web series that's been sponsored by companies that uh, about the making of it so you could actually go on and see some of these recording sessions on that on that S- web
3: So what's the end game does he has he said what the end game is like where is this going to air somewhere is it going to be like a Netflixy thing or some sort of stream Well
4: right now all we did was all we did was record one episode, which is a pilot episode, and he is trying, going to try and shop that around and 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 get it uh, picked up by somebody somewhere. fine uh, I don't know what that is. I'm not involved in that end of it, but, um, but uh, I know that his intention is to to sell it so that he can make a whole bunch of episodes.
3: So what so. you're saying is you'll soon be joining the SAG-AFTRA uh, uh, picket line because you'll have to get your 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 uh, your SAG card. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Yeah, this particular project was non-union, so so we were able to keep doing stuff. Um, I wonder if I wonder if it would stay non-union um, if he got it picked up. Maybe not. I don't. I don't. know. that whole
3: world is so foreign to it's me. It's crazy like how all yeah. that works. When I did the voiceover for that those GE uh, Olympic commercials, they needed me to be non-union to even do it because I guess so many times a year they can do a non-union actor. Yeah. and not be any i don't know what the rule it was some weird rules where you could do it like once a year you could do this or maybe it was the actor could do it once but then after that if i had a second session of these i'd have to i'd have to be a, uh, a union member to do it or it some wow. kind of weird rules like that so they were so in a way they were using me to uh, get around <laughs> happened did to, to, to some unionized dude uh i'm, I'm yeah, not actually yeah. sure how it worked out so whatever ge they bring good things to life and that's all we really know that's all we've been told
4: yeah uh, i will say that i, I i'm ve- very um ignorant of how all that works and uh i promise i'm not trying to cheat uh union actors
3: out of jobs no just, hell no we support I, I them pay fair people fair so. wages yeah pay pay fair wages that's what we're that's what me and bobby are all about Mm-hmm. uh brian's on a plane i think uh at the very moment in fact i believe i believe he's flying right now i could be wrong but but uh, is he flying that plane uh huh? no but if they got to, i mean if they got into a pinch you know and they went out there and said excuse it? me can anyone here fly a plane and if nobody raised their hand i'd like to think brian could go well i could try <laughs> You know, <laughs> and then they pull him into the front of the thing and he sweats yeah. and he, and he I lands mean, he, the plane. He just
4: said he watched he just recently watched that hijack show. So. Yeah,
3: that was very good, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I'd be was. hard. would be a hard time flying right after seeing that, though. Oof. That's a rough one because it's like <laughs> eight or nine hours of, of intense hijack TV television. It's yeah. not like a movie where it's over in two hours. It was a long, a long drawn out look at what it might be like to have an extended crisis in the air. You know yeah yeah which nobody wants that in their lives nope. um so yeah he's gone uh but he'll be back he'll be back next week monday uh neither of us are here tomorrow so there is no show tomorrow and thankfully bobby is here warming this seat today so that we could make sure to give you guys a wednesday episode of the show um real quick here uh there was something i was going to tell you what was it oh i have a test for you scientist test for you or a science test <laughs> not a scientist test uh and it's for scientist, you. Test, yeah, you Scientist. test. Are you ready to be cyan-tested? Scientist. tested, uh, scientist?
4: Yes, I think. I mean, when, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. I was born ready, is what I mean to say.
3: These are mm-hmm. facts you should know regarding oh, the boy. periodic table. Oh god! Now we're, <laughs> we're going to do fifteen questions. There's like a lot of judgment already in that. There, in that there may be. This. There may be. Now I'm, <laughs> I am notoriously bad at remembering the, the periodic table just bad at it in fact at the time i'm not
4: in, great either i should high have school, one on my
3: wall but i don't
4: so you you have complete from memory here i don't have any way to cheat
3: i mean it honestly feels like my most <laughs> recent exposure to the periodic table was like the opening credits of breaking bad for all those years i think that's about as good as it got yeah for me. that's
4: probably most people's
3: yeah <laughs> yeah so uh you a, a connoisseur of fine science and someone who runs a science podcast all around science mm-hmm. i thought it'd be fun mm-hmm. to poke you with some of these questions so Let's start okay. with number one. Yep. Which element got its name from the water it makes when it is burned? So when you burn it, it makes water. And I'll give you a, a multiple choice. So you don't have to guess out of the air. Uh, your options are sodium, iodine, hydrogen, or tungsten.
4: Well, hydrogen is part of water. You, it doesn't make water when you burn it. Um, I don't oh, already some com- well, I hear maybe, confidence. Well, maybe no. Maybe that's not true. Actually, oh. I mean, hydro is in the name. Is that a trick? Oh. I don't know. Well, so combustion, so a combustion reaction involves, um, oxygen. Mm. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to not overthink it too much. I'm just going to go with my gut since combustion requires oxygen as well. I'm going to say that hydrogen is the one.
3: Yeah. All right. I'm going to choose it. Uh, oh my gosh, you are correct. It was the first called inflammable air before chemist Anton Lavoisier uh, renamed it water former, uh, hydro water former yeah.
4: hydrogen. G- g- you know, generating from water, I guess generates water. That's interesting because yeah, hydrogen is part is is famously a component of water, but that's w- how it would get the oxygen to do it, right? You add a bunch of energy. You're right, and then oxygen.
3: You're and right. You get you get one of these. Congratulations. Uh, next up. Uranium was named after which of the following? All right, a okay. country, a scientist, a planet, or a dog? I would not fault oh. you for getting this one wrong, because who the hell knows this fact? But uh, uranium, or uranium, a country, a planet, a scientist, or a dog? It is one of them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say
4: the a country or a region. I'm gonna say it's geographic.
3: Let's find out. Incorrect, it is planet. It says... Really? Uh, Uranus? Named after Uranus. 1789, shortly after the planet Uranus was discovered, Neptunium and Plutonium are also named after celestial bodies in our solar, uh, solar system. Oh, I should
4: have thought more about it, about the other radioactive elements that might have helped tip me off. You're yeah,
3: right. it can happen. All right, here's here's one for you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Which, <laughs> which of these metals is liquid at room temperature? I feel good about your chances here. Mercury. Oh, my Lord. All right, we have zinc, mercury, nickel, and titanium. You say mercury.
4: Yeah, the only other one it could be, which isn't, is only a, it wasn't on the list, which would be gallium, and gallium is liquid not at room temperature, but slightly above.
3: Okay, let's find out if it's mercury. You are correct. Mercury, often called quicksilver, remains a liquid until cooled at about negative 40 Fahrenheit. Bromine is the only other element that is liquid at room temperature. Bromine? You even bromine, bro? All right. Yeah. Next what up. does a bromine? What is a bromine? I don't even want to know. Uh, which element is most abundant in both Earth's crust and the human body? Iron, silicon, hydrogen, oxygen. Which of those four are most abundant in both Earth's crust and the human body?
4: So, Earth's <laughs> crust is the giveaway here because if you hadn't have. If you hadn't included that, I would have had more questions because most abundant is a trick, right? Like, what do they mean by weight, by mass, by, like, quantity? Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, you often hear when you you go to, in geology class or or you go to a natural history museum and they talk about the Earth's crust, um, that silicon is the most abundant uh, mineral there. So I'm going to say silicon. Let's find out if that is correct. (laughs)
3: The correct answer what? is oxygen constitutes nearly half of Earth's crust and two-thirds of a human mass. Oh, man. Man. Woof. Rough one.
4: I'm not doing well. Rough one. <laughs> oxygen. I mean, I, that makes sense. Oxygen. I say after having heard the answer. Yeah. Um. It, it makes it makes sense, but you just don't think about it. Oxygen reacts with everything.
3: So yeah, that thing everywhere. is uh, that thing's out in front, strutting around like all the other elements. Look at it. and yeah. go, you bastard! It
4: attaches to everything. Oxidation reactions. That's what an oxidation is. Is yeah. Is oxy- if, if oxygen hanging
3: on. Think of it as like Hollywood. Tom Cruise is oxygen. Gets all the work. Gets gets to call it. Write his own ticket. He's just out there. You're breathing. He's it. Always there. You're always it. around. Yeah, it's just everywhere. Uh, here's this one. Diamonds are made of which element? Sulfur, lithium, carbon, or nitrogen? This seems it's easy. It's
4: Carbon. I thought about interrupting you again, but I
3: thought better to be polite. So well, it's carbon. You are absolutely. Correct. Uh, diamonds are diamond not diamond is coal.
4: just a form of carbon. So
3: yeah, a lot of people uh, think you can just squish coal down. That is not correct. And that is a fun. There's, thing I to think, say. there's a
4: little bit more to it. It takes a lot of pressure to turn any form of carbon into diamond because it has to get, it has to have, be under enough pressure and enough heat. With so what that what all of that process is doing is adding energy to allow the carbon to to form a crystal, to, cr- to crystallize and structure in, in the way that it needs to. You need a lot of energy to create those really strong bonds.
3: Nice. So. Uh, next up we have, which element found in red blood cells helps carry oxygen?
4: Which element? It's yeah.
3: iron. Oh, look at you already with the answer. Calcium, boron, lead, or iron. Let's see if it's iron. You are correct. <laughs> Nicely done. Iron is a uh, hemoglobin... or No, sorry. The iron in hemoglobin forms a reversible bond with oxygen, which lats together in the lungs and then split at the oxygen's destination. Our bodies are weird. The, the 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 deeper we get on, like, how shit works and how things actually come together and then hold on to each other until the right moment and then let go, it kind of freaks me out. It's crazy. It's yeah, it's
4: crazy. really amazing and fascinating how these super complex processes, just speaking of blood, just if you start digging into the chemical chain reaction that occurs that causes your blood to clot whenever you get a whenever you get a cut. Yep. Just that is like a crazy like 12 step long process that if any one of those steps in that process don't happen then you don't get you, you don't, don't get clotting and you can bleed out. Happen. Yeah.
3: It's crazy. That is crazy yeah. to me. Like we don't think of it this way, but every breath you take is a as a is a magnificent set of systems that just work.
4: Yeah. Yep. And and from our perspective it's like how did how is this even possible? But uh, a billion a billion years of evolution. That's a long time.
3: Long time. It's a long time. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do one more of these before we call Dunaway. All right. Which of these famous poisons appears in the oh. periodic table? They are famous for various reasons. Uh, your options are strychnine, ricin, arsenic, or cyanide. Which of those four... Oh. Is also a periodic table occupant.
4: Oh shoot! It's either arsenic or cyanide. Um, I th- when you started saying this, I was like, "I got this." Because if I hear an element on the periodic table, I will, I will know it. I arsenic, um. <laughs> uh,
3: arsenic, and old lace. What's that referred? To? What's that referring to? Does that give you a hint? Maybe not. How about uh, cyanide? What's that cartoon? I don't think
4: it's cyanide because I think I remember seeing a, a chemical like a chemical structure of cyanide at some point, like a molecular structure, yeah. which would imply that it's more than one element because it's it's made of atoms. So I'm going to say arsenic.
3: Let's find out if you are correct about that answer. You are correct. Arsenic has been dubbed the king of poisons thanks to its odorless and tasteless qualities. And we don't mean tasteless like it has no taste. You know, like, ew, I, that suit you're wearing is ugly. Not that kind of taste. We don't mean that. You no. ta- You cannot taste it on your tongue. Uh, that always made me think that we should ban arsenic from everything but it's on the periodic table. How are you gonna do that you know uh, <laughs> Good luck <laughs> for whatever however they go, or they, they don't tell me out of what but you scored a two thousand.
4: <laughs> that sounds great. It does so sound great, it.
3: doesn't it? It sounds awesome you sc- your score hmm. in a big bright green letters score colon 2000 out of 12 million. I guess. <laughs> No, I'm guessing you did. Pre- you answered more right than wrong, so I think you did okay. Uh, there are more. If we have time at the end of the show, we'll, we'll keep going.
4: Yeah. I uh, love opportunities to show how smart or dumb I am.
3: Yeah. I mean, aren't we all trying to do that all the time? I feel like I am. Yeah, I feel like I succeed a lot, too.
4: Uh-huh. Uh, on the dumb you, side.
3: At, at the dumb. Okay. Yeah, the dumb end. The dumb <laughs> end of the stick. I go for that yeah. a lot, and I get there. Uh, all right. We're going to play a little game, everybody. Sit back. Relax. We're doing this right now. Oh, that's not loud. As you can hear, that means we're going to play a little game with Brian Dunaway. And uh, today we're just going to call it uh, Bobby's Contest. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know what to call it because you're doing it today. You made it up. It's just a thing you made up and we're not taking your calls or none of that. It's just we're going to Oh, I, I can tell you these rules. We're going to pick people, two people in the chat room. We'll let Dunaway pick one. I'll pick one. And uh, those people will be the people we're playing for. So whichever one of us wins, the other person gets this rad uh, package of frog pants paraphernalia, including... Let me put the camera up. Uh, one of these brand new bomberman stickers I had made, uh, which I will send uh, to the lucky winner. Whoever it is, plus some other stuff, but this will be in there. Wow! And uh, pretty proud of these, so uh, you'll you'll be getting those. And right now, those would be exclusive to you because I haven't given them to anyone else yet, except my daughter. She has one. Uh, speaking of Brian Dunaway, he's here. Hello, Brian. Welcome. Oh, hi, Scott gotten Bobby. No, oh, hello. Hey, Brian. It's weird uh, how's having it going, guys? Look at all this uh, uh South <laughs> Carolina at the same time business. It's a little bit weird. I know. I've heard this might happen and and uh we we
2: have approximately uh 15 minutes before uh me and Bobby both burst into flames. That's yeah, what happens. We I yeah. think annihilate each other. That's yeah, right. You see, paradoxes, man. Don't do it. I've Don't seen, do
3: it. Look, I've seen uh Time Cop if you touch if you touch each other, You'll turn into a purple ball or something, right? Isn't that the deal? And I think we can all learn something from that. From that move, of that, from that very yeah, yeah. important yeah, educational. Yeah, touching, movie.
2: yeah, touching, yeah. Then purple balls, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: purple balls. So, don't spe- don't speaking touch. Speaking of yeah.
4: Greenwood, South Carolina, I flew <laughs> up there a couple of times. Th-
2: Brian, oh oh yeah, yeah. We got a small airport over here. Oh, you, know? you said? Did you?
3: I did thought you he die? said threw up. I didn't hear you say <laughs> flew up. Yeah, <laughs> I threw
4: up. I went to Greenwood just to vomit.
2: Right, right. Yeah. Probably in, if if the, you flew in, if you flew into Greenwood Airport, you probably did vomit. You probably didn't have much choice. <laughs> yeah, it's like what point. am I riding in here?
4: So, so wait, you plane, flew there? Why'd me. you
3: fly there? Land there and then leave there? Like how? would you? Yeah, do? well,
4: Brian, right, no, I'm i I'm a training to be a
5: oh, private no, pilot. No, no, so, no. Um,
2: oh, nice. so yeah, I,
4: uh, I actually I've, know a few I've,
2: around here.
5: Yeah,
4: yeah, I've uh, I've flown into a couple of times. Flew up to the Greenwood Airport and and back for practice. Why is it called
3: Greenwoods? a bunch of like woods. They're green. Is that the deal? Yes, God, that's that's, that's, that's
2: exactly reason. that's why we called it Greenwood, and every and it's one of the reasons why. Um, actually, I had I had got up this morning and I felt um, just horrible. I didn't sleep well last night. <laughs> yeah. Allergies, yeah. Because oh, oh, I, I thought do you live... were going to
4: say because you had Greenwood. <clears throat> no, well, <laughs> Greenwood. Like Greenwood,
2: yeah. It's it's <laughs> early it's, in the morning. It happens to a lot gang, of guys. It's yeah. gang greenish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we uh, but, but no. Uh, the 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 uh the weather keeps going up and down last week or so and so the the plants don't know what to do the woods don't know what to do and they're just like trying to murder me my i live in mm-hmm. what's what was the uh, what was the one with the the marky mark and he was the the woods were trying to the everything oh, the, the happening the happening yeah. yeah i live that every day
3: yeah that's but that's what i do you're there. a better actor in it though probably
2: because he was terrible i'm, I'm certainly there. more dramatic i'll give you that yeah
3: i'll give you yeah. i'll give you that yeah Uh, well it's good to have you we're gonna play a little game bobby i have no idea what you've prepared uh so before we do it though brian and i need to pick somebody random from the audience so i'm gonna grab uh let me see i'm just gonna just grab somebody uh let's see let's do um you know i'm close my eyes and poke here we go (laughs) close my eyes and poke who did i pick Oh, Stephanie Pets. Stephanie Pets, you Stephanie Pets, that's great. Yeah, she's my she's my play for. Her. Uh, let me write this down somewhere. I'm here. gonna
2: take I'm gonna let me I'm just randomly picking as well And where we said me, me, not me, 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 not me, me. I'm gonna go with uh oh I'm gonna go with uh one sleepy panda because oh, one sleepy panda. Said, that's I awesome. We him. like yeah. him too. Oh you can call it, yeah. Yeah, one sleepy panda.
3: Sleepy panda. All right, so you're playing for one sleepy panda, I'm playing for Stephanie Pets. And the if Stephanie
4: wins, she gets a whole bunch of mobile games.
2: Oh, oh
6: yeah.
3: yeah. A
2: subscription. <laughs> or to- <laughs> maybe somebody else gets them. We'll see.
3: Yeah, we'll see. Um, anyway, <laughs> we'll see what happens here as we venture forward. Bobby, please present your game. How does this work?
4: So we've done this before, so you guys should be familiar. But for everybody else, we're going to play a little science or fiction type game, which is a oh. game where I'm going to present Scott and Brian Dunaway with statements that may be true or false. Science or fiction? I like this
2: science or fiction instead of science fiction. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: And their their job is to decide which one it is. I'll be keeping score, and we'll see uh, whether they can figure it out. Um, So the score, I guess, to start with. This is me stalling while I type your names into this doc yeah uh is 0 to <laughs> it is i balance. it is i oh
2: are you are talking about the players or us uh, yeah. so you
4: know. you guys are uh well yeah so your score if you sc- if you win then yeah. you yeah. you uh, your person you've
2: selected wins so right, That's right. do you do i need to say their name again no sure if i Scott mean if you want if you want to i got them right here i wrote them down oh
3: you got them right there oh mm-hmm. you wrote down names yeah i wrote down names
0: oh
2: scott's taking down names by the way earlier i said um i i said uh, Marky Mark, does Does anybody still know who the hell I'm talking about when I'm oh, talking Oh yeah, about when you Mark, say Marky Mark? Mark, think Mark? I think so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew immediately, obviously, because yeah, we're be, right. Right, right. generationally a certain equivalent. Age. Yeah, yeah, that would be Mark Wahlberg, if you didn't know. He had a whole rap career or some kind of pop career check it out if yeah no he's i don't know i it's mean it's a nuisance that- it's a sensation or some sort feel, yeah. the, wonder, vibration. feel the vibration i wonder if my yeah. kids
3: my kids might not know like if i ask carter who if she knew who marky i'm gonna try it today i'll ask her who marky right. mark is and her answer will tell us what generation yeah forgot. yeah there you go yeah good job all right because she knows who mark Wahlberg is because he's still yeah, acts, yeah. right That's, yeah. yeah
2: people know that now yeah he used to be underwear model by the way if you didn't know that yeah there I you did. go all right i'm done now i want some science or Fiction. That was your favorite yeah. era for him. You know? I yeah, knew that about Absolutely. You. Underwear model is always my favorite.
3: Hubba Hubba. <laughs> all right. Bobby. <laughs> all right, you guys ready yours. for the first question? <laughs> yeah, do it. Um
4: we're gonna uh pick a number, both of you pick a number one through ten. We'll decide who goes first. Eight. And six. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was seven. Pick another number. <laughs> <laughs> we can't uh, even do science wrong. Uh, no, two.
2: Job. Two. I'm doing two. I'm doing four, just to make it difficult. It
4: was was one this time. I decided to pick a number that was not
2: possible for you to... (laughs) Okay, go go on binary. I see. Okay, fine.
3: All right, so Scott, you're
4: going to go first? Yep. Unless you want to go second. No, Uh, I'm happily uh, go
3: first. Uh, No problem with it.
4: Here's the question. Yeah. You have to decide whether it's true or false. You ready?
2: Yeah.
3: Do it.
4: The oldest living thing on Earth is thought to be 850 years old, which means it was just beginning its 40s when the Magna Carta was signed. It the the part you're right, saying right, right. is true or false is the first
2: 850 years old. Oh right,
3: I so we're not, I'm, not to do I'm not
4: supposed
2: to do the math. Okay, that's what I was
4: trying, yeah. I was trying to figure
3: um, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say that's I'm gonna say that's true. It's probably a tree or something. So I'm gonna say true. True, true tree. Yeah. The
4: answer is false.
3: <sighs> Damn it.
4: The oldest living thing is actually much much older than that. Yeah. 20. Um, it's 15,000 years old. Whoa. Hmm. Um, it is a volcano sponge that lives in hydrothermal vents on the sea floor. <laughs> you didn't
2: think about the volcano sponges, <laughs> did you, Johnson? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't know
3: what I was thinking, Brian Dunaway. I don't know where my head was that I didn't think so, of the volcano
4: um, sponges that are so old. Gosh, dang. yeah. No one ever thinks of the volcano sponges. No. But um, if you, uh, I anchored the, the, my my question in in human history with the Magna Carta. So I will tell you that at, at the time the volcano sponge was this this. Continuously living volcano sponge was first being born. The Sahara Desert was still wet and fertile, wow. and, the, and humans were just starting to figure out how to domesticate pigs. Damn.
2: Okay, Can I, I love where? that you. I love that we had to figure it out too. Let me I don't know. Ask what you want to do? How are we going to get these things to hang around? I
3: don't know. I want to, I'm going to, I want to ask you a question, but also I don't want to yeah. kill. Uh, yeah, how many total questions do you have? Are there like a million of these or anybody got?
4: We, we'll go until you want to stop. You tell me.
3: All right. Um, <laughs> we'll go to the top of the hour. I just had this question. Why is it called a volcano? A, does it is it absorbent of lava or is it just porous? No. Well, how it is, is red. It's alive. Okay. Right. It's red.
4: It is red, but it also lives on hydrothermal vents. Which are kind huh. look kind of like volcanoes, I suppose. Yeah. So okay. Right. that's what I would guess.
2: I just need to know what I'm looking out for when I see my next volcano yeah. sponge. Right. I mean, if a sponge starts coming at me, you know, mm-hmm. I want to know
3: what to do. Yeah. Yeah. SpongeBob. They're,
4: yeah. Sponge. Sponge is famous for uh, being very fast and Sponge and Rock threatening. Oh, right.
3: you know what? I think I've seen video of that. Sponge yeah. Rock. Like volcano um, pants. Have, have the oldest eat?
4: living tree, because you were thinking of plants, right? Yeah, Trees. yeah. The oldest living tree is actually four thousand eight hundred years old.
3: Oh wow! Where is it?
4: Um, it's it's a bristlecone pine. Nobody's sure where it lives. It's named. They've named it. It's named Methuselah.
2: No one knows Whoa. where it lives, oh, because we don't want to know, because we don't want to be effing right. around with they, it. I got. We know you, it's I in you. the
4: west somewhere. Could be like Colorado, Utah, Nevada, <laughs> California, somewhere around there. But its its location is like a closely guarded secret. Well, I'm sure somebody
2: on TikTok is is conspiratorial about that right now. Well, sure. I'm sure so they but don't also, want to tell us because it's all a lie. Well,
3: that's better yeah, than the four four hundred people on TikTok that want to go burn it down or carve their name into it. So uh, I'll yeah. take I'll take the secret. <laughs> that's fine. All right, there's number one. Right. I did poorly. done away all right brian you ready (laughs) let's give me give me the science
4: this one's an easy one well easy in the sense that it's three words uh your question or the statement true or false bananas are radioactive bananas
2: are radioactive
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's a fun one
2: it is fun one in uh, like all bananas or just some of them all bana-
4: um, I'm talking about bananas. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> All right. So well, there, there's so many different bananas. We don't even eat in the in the United States. We don't. We don't even eat the same banana that we ate in the you know 50s and 60s. Well, it's it's nice they, the same it, banana. That's
3: it, because they keep yep. tweaking it genetically. But if you're talking about just straight banana, I we're like not talking you know plantain know or you know it's just yeah. banana. <laughs> straight <laughs> banana.
2: Just a straight up banana. I a straight banana so st- would look weird, yeah. right? It's it would look weird. Well, would it? I don't know. Um, I, I'm going to go, it sounds so crazy. I'm going to say yeah, the other bananas are radioactive. It's just so small. It's like there's, there's, there's cyanide in apple seeds. I'm so going to say, it sounds,
4: sounds crazy enough to be true. It sounds crazy
2: enough to be true. Give me the, give me the science fact. Bananas the
4: are radioactive. That you are correct. It's true. Damn it. He gets a <laughs> point
3: right. for that. Put it in your Bananas are
4: radioactive. Bananas contain potassium famously, right? Right. Yeah. And a very small percentage of that potassium is an isotope called potassium-40, which decays, releasing electrons and gamma rays, which can be damaging. Oh, I can be
2: the the Hulk if I eat the bananas? If you eat enough bananas... You'll be you... constipated, but you'll be very angry about it in the Hulk. That's right. Right. It's
4: a good combo.
3: If yeah. I had a, a Geiger counter thing, could I, and I held it close to a bunch of bananas, would it, would it, uh, yes, actually, register?
4: it would, uh, register if it's sensitive mm-hmm. enough, it would absolutely register a higher, uh, higher radioactivity, right. Um, if you put it next to a banana. Um, the radiation dose is so small that it's never going to hurt you, really. Um, right. A single banana, expo- so it me- it's measured in millirems. Mm. It's 0.01 millirems of radiation one banana has. And a chest x-ray has 10 millirems,
3: which is That's a, a lot, lot more. That's a lot of bananas, yeah. Let's see, yeah, I've so got You'd a-
4: have to eat... i, I got a uh, banana right here.
3: Let's see. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
4: There you go. Yeah, it my bananas your- it's That's registering. what it would sound like if you put the <laughs> the detector up to a banana. Yeah. Right. It worked
3: It's like playing Fallout 4 with a banana. Anyway.
4: So, so an extra a chest x-ray increases an adult's risk of death by 1 in a million, right? So very wow, small yeah. amount. Um and you would have to eat 10,000 bananas. Not a problem. In one <laughs> sitting. Oh, one sitting. No, okay. <laughs> There's a problem. To equal the radiation dose of a single chest X-ray, so
3: oh that okay. Well, so then, not really. What would happen threat.
2: if you ate a banana while you were getting a ch- I don't want to know. All right, that's
4: you don't want
3: to know. know. Yeah. Also, let me that say way. this about bananas: uh, if you are anywhere in the high blood sugar zones, uh, whether wh- wherever that is for you, f- find folks at home medically. Uh, I have been told bananas are are the worst R- thing you can right. eat. Ripe
2: bananas or or uh, more greenish. Well, if you're bananas. gonna eat a green one, you sugar, the sugar, give, the sugar index, the, shit. the glycemic index can be very, very, can vary a lot with bananas.
3: Yeah, right? but if you're eating it green, you get the diarrhea. You get the diarrhea. That's what you get. Right, right. right. If you eat well, the I mean, regular, I don't eat like totally green. Yeah, well, I wouldn't do that. But you're not supposed right. to. Bananas are a big sugar source. I so don't, don't. Yeah, yeah, do so. yeah. They're mostly fiber except when they start
2: turning sugar, right? Is it?
3: Yeah, of- I think so. But the but but okay. the greener they are, the more fibrous, the more uh, yeah. ripe they are. Like you get into that brown. When they ter- start to turn brown, they get little brown spots. Right. Diarrhea. Whoops. No, the opposite of that. You get uh, plugged <laughs> up, I think, from that. Anyway, do you
4: because eat, they, you eat, do you guys eat the peel of the banana?
3: Oh, my Lord. Lord. What, what, are we crazy? What, what, are we,
4: what <laughs> do we
0: do you do that?
2: No, I don't. I OK, well, I'm sure somebody does. Somebody always does. I do like to eat a little bit of the orange whenever I'm eating oranges. Though. I'll eat a little bit of the peel. You'll eat
0: my a bit of the peel.
4: My
2: daughter does that.
3: What? What is going my on? My daughter
2: eats the orange rind and she yeah, likes yeah. it. And I think I she's wanna- nuts. I won't eat the whole thing, but I will. Like, you ever zested anything? The goods thats some good stuff on the outside of the orange with the little. She takes the
4: whole it. one and she'll she'll eat an orange yeah. and then she'll sit on the couch and just like snack slowly, snack on the yeah. pieces yeah. of the rind.
2: I'll do a little bit. I'll do a little bit, not a lot. I can't eat the whole rind. That would be crazy.
3: Yeah, of course. Someone in the chat says uh, a, a slice of white bread is worse for you than just one uh, one banana, dude they said Lisa Dude. Said. my my answer dude. to that is yeah no that's not what i'm talking about of course it is of course it's more healthy but if you have right. high blood sugar and you are heading toward diabetic town uh, a slice of white bread is not going to flood your and spike your system with sugar the way a banana oil. Yeah. that's all i'm saying right. but scott yeah they
4: said dude that's the that's how you know <laughs> yeah, right, right, right 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 <laughs> Yeah, I'm dude. sorry. That's sorry. what my
2: doctor says every time I go in. Dude. <laughs> dude.
4: He's he's looking at your chart and uh, walks <laughs> right. in and he goes, yeah. dude. "Ooh, yeah.
3: dude. Dude. Really, be ooh. careful, dude. <laughs> uh,
2: all right.
4: Uh, my turn ne- then. Next right? question. Yeah. Scott, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here's the, here's the statement. True or false. Photons... Are made inside of stars when they fuse elements together to make new elements. That's not the the true or false part. That's right? a true. That's part. just a fact.
3: Yeah, that's just uh, a fact.
4: Photons are made inside of stars. These photons are byproducts of the reaction that stars are fusing together things. So, the statement is: whenever a photon is newly made in the core of our sun, it takes up to forty thousand years to travel to Earth.
3: I'm gonna say that is false. I think it's faster <laughs> than that. Forty thousand years. That seems way. I can't be. Cuz we got more photons than we know what to do with, man. Let's <laughs> 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 we'll make some
2: torpedoes out of them.
3: I got a That's room so full of photons, photons just laying around. I, don't, I need to organize my photons. I'm going to say no, that is not correct.
4: Well, the answer is
3: true. Oh, wait. Oh, true. Oh, I'm no. right or you're right? You're, you're right? wrong.
4: You are incorrect. It is true. It does take 40,000 years to travel to Earth, while it might only take a photon of light about 8 minutes to travel from the sun to Earth. From its surface,
2: right, it's got to time, break out of there.
4: Yeah, it's got to get when it's made in the core. It it takes forty, on average, about forty thousand years for it to get out of the core of the sun,
2: so they're where it in was no made. Hurry. Right?
4: Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's constantly bumping into other atoms, which absorb it and shoot it out <laughs> in other directions. It's uh <laughs> there's plasma, magnetic fields that it interacts with, if all this kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. If you don't write a photon comic, Scott. We we'll have a, a guy just all trying to get out of there. I
3: don't yeah. know. yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, maybe I will. Maybe Bump, I will bumping, Brian. Into, bumping into people. Yep. I got photon peeps. I got nothing but time. I think I'm going to make Dude. it. Dude. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Dunaway's turn to make more. Gosh dang it! You're winning by well, only by one, but still, it's pissing me off. All right. Uh, <laughs> see, Brian. See if you can do this next one. What do you got there?
4: Uh, all right. All right. Um, here it is. You ready? Yeah. Good. Uh, this is a little bit of, a little bit of a, a lead-in. So, first, this is a a, a warm-up to this question. You guys can both tell me. Do you guys know what scuba stands for?
3: Scuba, yeah, yeah like yes. uh, underwater hoo-ha stuff.
4: Underwater, <laughs> that's right, that's right.
3: <laughs> you know, you're going underwater for things, right? You're doing the scuba. Yeah,
4: I, I, we know what scuba is
3: used right, for. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. what does
4: it stand for? The, oh,
3: yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, this will be fun. You, I've never heard this. Do you
4: know? This isn't the okay, question. I'm just asking you guys to.
2: Do you know? <laughs> oh, what? I oh I know it. Yes.
3: I have no idea. Zero idea. Then so what?
2: What? It, what, it, what is it? Impress us. That is self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. I used to have Correct. a friend who used to love to do that shit. He had a, he had a scuba. He had the stupid scuba on his uh, license plate. Well, I'm a scuba diver. Whatever, shut up.
4: Yeah, when I was a kid,
2: I used to annoy well, people. Jason. Try to try
4: to impress. <laughs> <laughs> try to impress people. I'd be like, they'd be like, "Oh, a sc- we're, I'm going to go scuba." I be like, mm, "Do you mean self-contained underwater breathing?" Right. <laughs> then you push your glasses up. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So wait, does that um, give do him, you know what? Oh, sorry, guys. Does that give do you him know a what? Point?
4: Laser stands for lasers. Oh, I don't know. what Lasers an
3: acronym. For shut up. The Z E
2: version? Or oh, the, the, S. the S-E-R well, the, the version? S version? The, S-E-R- okay, the S version. Okay, that's version. The real version. Okay. Wait, hold uh, on. Light. Light. Yeah, uh, uh, light.
3: Apparatus. Amplified.
2: The, amplified.
3: Uh, 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 so, so, so far, so far or,
4: you're right. Light amplification. Okay. Light
3: amplification. Uh, it's S. Uh, super. No. Sub. Oh, I like super. Sub, super. sub. S- nope. Nope. Scalable. Uh, Serious. Nope. Serious. Spectrum. Spectrum. <laughs> All right, who's here we go. Light,
4: it, light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. Yeah, Did they just
3: make that. that up later and add it on to there? Or was that always the deal? Do you know no, what I mean? laser
4: is such a natural thing to call. <laughs> well,
3: I think it is. I think
2: there's a, like a guy who's trying to figure out the sound it was making. It's making like a laser sound. I mean, we, I
3: use, like, la- we use laser, <laughs> laser. now so, so, you know, randomly. That's why we so- call
4: it a gun, famously, because it goes, gun gun gun, laser. gun, 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 gun.
3: Oh, that's a weird thing to think about. All right, so he got a point um, for that, didn't he? The little. All right, butthole. so
4: the question is: the question, Dunno's the real question, question, question. for Brian question. Dunaway is true or false? These are all acronyms.
2: <laughs> <laughs> didn't we just say that? Didn't we just say? Did he, didn't, didn't we? Just, able to confirm I, I, those can't account,
4: I can't account for what anybody said while we were uh, while we were just all screwing right. around a minute
2: ago. Right, Turned right, up. right. Uh, now I'm confused. By ask the question again. So scuba and laser. Scuba laser. And, well, is there another one?
4: That's it. Okay. Did, did I confuse you with my uh, <laughs> strange intonation?
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's what you... Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's called his... Uh... Yeah. So right. those are all acronyms
3: it's a, it's slash acronym. initialisms, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As long
2: as I understand the question correctly, which it seems like right, a right. trick question. Is, D,
4: is, is DNA an acronym? That's, that's uh,
2: the other one yeah, that deoxy, I Yeah, uh, deoxyribonucleic acid. Uh, deoxyribonucleic n- acid, acid. Yeah, yeah, that's dRNA Yeah, but are those, which
3: ones initialisms, which ones are acronyms? Because that's a big difference, too.
2: Well, yeah, I think it's acronym, right? That's the definition of acronym. Acronym is ones you say the letters and
3: initialism. No, initialism is when you say the letters. Acronyms when you spell something right right yeah yeah acronym yeah i'm going with it yeah so you which, confuse which, which
2: me one's felt, which. Felt, oh, which one is which oh yeah. oh no SCUBA's i the- know
3: what this is scuba is an acronym right uh fbi is an initialism or dna or any of yeah, those
2: scuba is the acronym
3: yeah because you're saying because or, or you're pronouncing it and i think yeah. that makes it an initialism i right. think that's right Oh, okay. Why, right. why is Scott answering my question? Yeah, no, um,
4: Scott gave you the correct answer, so correct. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it's true. It's true. Scuba and laser are acronyms, and right. DNA is an initialism. You're right. Acronym, okay. nim meaning yeah, yeah, like yeah. name word. Um, All right, yes.
3: we have time for one more of these. Let's right. see. I mean, I have no chance of winning, do I? Unless you decide to do some crazy scoring on this one, but this is going to be—you know—I'm not going to win. No, but let's you have, try it. You anyway. have lost. but I, we, I can, promise- uh, we can all
4: learn a little bit of science with one more question. If all right. You. right. I it. promise
3: not to answer your questions. Guys. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair. Here enough. you go. Ready? Yeah.
4: Um, uh, let's let's go with this one. Only the South Pole has a marker. You can't mark the North Pole due to the fact that there's no land there.
3: Oh shit! There's no.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a weird one of course there's land I'm gonna say that's false there's land up there they don't got it's- no places up there in the north they're talking about well, it's Santa Claus and shit like that you gotta have a place <laughs> <Santa Claus. laughs> is there no land f- up there nee. you know what you have to say
4: final answer. Let me go against my to. own
3: instincts. Final answer is no, or false, <laughs> or sorry, yeah, true, there is no land, because I don't know. It just sounds crazy, but I'll say yes. The
4: answer, it is true! Oh, I got it, so you wow. So got, you got one. Yeah. You uh, yeah. you did yeah. not go zero. Um, it you don't know hear true. about
2: the scientist hanging around <laughs> at the North Pole, do you? Do you know. Know.
4: Well, they do have expeditions to the North Pole. The thing right. is that it's, it's all frozen water up there. Yeah. There's no land, but because it's floating, it moves around. Mm. Right. Um, So if you put a physical marker there, it would be in a different place later. Um, And so there's no land to stick in. Earth is
3: doing weird stuff. Earth is weird, man. I mean, you still could because there's still, if you went down, if you took a pole and it was deep enough, you'd hit land, you'd hit underwater land eventually. Underwater land. Under, yeah. <laughs>
4: underwater land. That was uh. What's that? Was that and, water and so how dash would you, three or something? No, in, wa- right. it's where Waterworld,
2: where he goes down and to. So Denver. how would you keep? How would you keep the pole to to reach the surface through all the ice that's moving around?
4: Well,
3: Just that's quite, a good that's yeah. a good point. But if you could figure that out, you'd have it. You'd be all set. <laughs> <laughs> you could just figure out some way. You could just- <laughs> Well, here's the good news. The good news is this. Congratulations, we have a winner. You're
0: a winner,
3: and that winner is not uh, Stephanie. Sorry, Stephanie, you lost. I, my, my apologies, Stephanie Pets. But one Sleepy Panda is a winner. Yes. And uh, all I need him to do is ping me on Discord, and I'll get his details and send him this fig- physical package, including some stickers, some prints, and some other cool frog pants paraphernalia. Uh, congratulations, you. You hitched your wagon to the right star today. All right? That's how that went for and, you.
2: Yeah, hitched your wagon to the right pole.
3: That's right. Dunaway and I, though, later today, 3.30 Mountain Time, right here at FrogPants.tv, we'll be doing a live episode of Play Retro. We are talking about the 8-bit and 16-bit baseball games that shaped the uh, really the the video digital version of the of the game uh, forever. Uh, yeah. And we've got some real winners to talk about. Uh, mainly there's one that I just think overpowers them all, but we'll, we'll, we we'll
2: You think one of them not, is it, is it the original, the baseball, the original N- nope. Nintendo baseball? Just
3: nope. I got, I got now? one that's like. I'm not going to tell you yet because we'll save it for the show, but I got one that okay. I'll tell you. Does, does it
2: involve robots uh, firing uh, <laughs> balls out of cannons? No, Maybe? I
3: do love that game, though. That 2020 yeah. thing. It's set in 2020, this baseball Base game. Base Wars, yeah. Base yeah. Wars. Uh, not that, but it's it's very good, and it is 16-bit. That's the only hint I'll give you. We'll, we'll talk about it more today. Okay. But um, baseball right. games are one of my favorite video game uh, yeah. things there is, and I'm not even that big of a sports video game player. But I do love a good baseball game in uh, in video game form. So oh, okay. we're going to talk about the origins of those and which ones really made a splash and all that. That's today at three thirty Mountain Time. Dunaway, anything else you'd like to, to say uh, to us? Good luck,
2: good luck, Bobby, uh, getting that uh, pilot's license.
4: Thanks. It's uh, it's coming up soon that I get to to do it. I was actually hope almost hoping that I would have it done by now and then I could have rented a plane and. And flown up for for the, the uh, one of the days that everyone's going to be up there in Asheville, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yet. can you
3: imagine showing up in your pilot shit and just, right? That's cool. That's cool, yeah. man. You could have buzzed him, you know, like buzzing yeah. the tower. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. That's what you should do the first day you have a pilot's license. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: yep, yep. <laughs> or, you know, push some weird red dust out of the back of the plane or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All like great ideas. Sky wrote. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, something like, uh, I don't know, what would you say? Uh, um, uh, uh, Amy and Chuck are smell funny, and then just get away as fast as you can. Hey, Dunaway, yeah. kiss our butts. All right, he's out. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, we're going to spend a little time with Tom Merritt. We're going to do some tech time, so stick around for that. In the meantime, I'm going to play a song. Yeah, that's right. Brian gave me some music to play. usually is in charge of this stuff, but not today. Well, still today. I'm just reading it. Uh, he sent me a single called "Feet on the Ground." This is uh, let's see. The band is called, if I can find it, uh, Jason Blackmore, uh, which says Molly Maguire in the in parentheses. I don't know if that's the same person or not. And somebody named Mario Quintero from the band Spotlights. Uh, these uh, these folks have come together and created a brand new band called Sisters. Sister, like in Star Wars. Remember that? It's the whole thing. Anyway, they released a single called Feet on the Ground. This is uh, from their upcoming debut album, Leech Heater, or Leech Eater, rather. There's no heating. It's eating. Uh, that comes out on August 25th, which is literally two days away, so uh, something you can get uh, your hands on. Look, if you like bands like the Deftones, Hum and Failure, those kind of bands, then Sister, uh, Sisters is probably right for you. Uh, so here it is. Let's play this song. We'll be back in a minute. Stay tuned. <laughs>
0: show you why mannequin flavor plenty enjoyable i need water see water make leaf stretch wrap cigar well mouth enjoy flavor yes mannequin flavor special Sheer you sleep like a goddamn baby
3: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, That, once again, was the uh, track from Sisters, is the band. Not The Sisters, just Sisters. And this new single is called Feet on the Ground. Make sure you check out Leech Eater coming out on the 25th.
4: Scott, have you ever thought about how I think you could teach a class, like just a a one-hour seminar on how you pick these these clips and how you choose to string them, to put them together. Yep. Like
3: <laughs> some people have asked for that. They're like, where do you get all your clips? Why do you choose the ones you choose? Why do you play the ones back to back that you do? Yeah. I don't know if I have really a process. It's just sometimes stuff grabs me like that clip right, right there. This one, you sleep
0: like a goddamn baby.
3: That's uh, uh what's his name? Uh, the dude abides. Um, uh, Sam, uh, Samuel or Sam. Uh, can't think of the actor's name all of a sudden. What's wrong with me? Anyway, famous, giant mustache actor uh from from my <laughs> my, my recommend sam elliot there you go from my recommendal today and so sometimes i'm just watching stuff and people say certain things and i'll be like that's kind yeah that's well, well cool. certainly
4: that's part of how you get that library right is you're always listening
3: yeah i'm always listening so. and i hear i hear things maybe some other people don't aren't looking for like i'll hear a, a quip or a, a line that that out of context is just weird enough that it might be fun to goof with, you know? Yeah,
4: but it's a it's a podcasting. Uh, what do you call it? Like a a style or technique or or a a thing that that you do that is very distinctive to to you and your shows and other people have emulated it and uh, I think it's
3: pretty cool. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, and I have a ton of it now. So if I ever die, I have a rich, a, hard, a mega hard drives full of these files that will benefit society when I'm gone. All right. Mega hard drive. Yep. And they all have the prefix bumper X on them. Is that like a
4: mega pint? Did you ever Mega watch Pint.
3: That? No, I never did. Did you did you watch that uh trial? I never did. Johnny Depp. I did not. I avoided that like the plague. But here's something I don't avoid. Good tech news from good friends.
1: Kind of in a tough spot here, Tom. Sorry.
3: Yeah, Tom Merritt. He joins us to talk about the tech issues so that we don't have to think too hard about it. Um, but you know, a little hard. We want to. We don't want to make it easy. Uh, Tom Merritt, welcome back to the program. It's good to have you here. How <laughs> Just are you? hard enough. Just hard enough, That's, sir. Yeah. Just
5: <laughs> hard enough. Uh, the perfect amount. Uh, so you 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 know, Gamescom is this week.
3: Yeah, we mm-hmm. did a we did a live stream along yesterday for their opener. Um, Mm -hmm. but uh, nothing since then. But yeah, Cologne, Uh, Germany. Have you uh,
5: had a chance to gander at the old PSP? The PSP is back, the PlayStation Portal. It's not portable.
3: Yeah, they changed the name. So it was called... What, Project G or something? Project
5: Q. Q. Yeah.
3: That's what it was. It was what they originally
5: ran. It was ne- that was never going to be the final name. That was just their cute little code name yeah. for it. But yeah, it's I, the uh, PlayStation Portal.
3: That's right. I was uh, initially excited to hear they were working on possibly a successor to the Vita. And then I found out, oh, no, they're not doing that. They're making a, a remote device. And then I thought, well, that's still cool. I, I, I like that concept. Um, the bigger problem I had was what the price might end up being we now know that 199.99 so 200 bucks for this thing it's a little high for kind of a one one trick pony in a lot of ways um and and i literally mean that because some of the fine print has come out that this does not support any of their online service streaming games so like right now if you do playstation plus premium you can get a bunch of retro games. You can get PSP titles and, you know, old PlayStation 1 titles and old stuff. It's part of that tier, that $19 tier a month. And this doesn't support those, which is really weird to me that you can't play, at least not yet. Maybe they could add that later, but they literally have a little text in there saying, does not work with.
5: Yeah, no, they went out of their way to say, this is not going to work with PlayStation <laughs> Premium. Uh, it's kind of. A question whether it will work with, say, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Because one of the interesting things about it is as long as you're connected on the PlayStation Portal to Wi Fi and your PlayStation 5 is on, and connected to Wi-Fi. It doesn't have to be out of... It could be in standby mode. It could be in sleep mode. Uh, that's one of the cool things is the portal can wake up your PS5. So right. you can pick up the portal and start playing it. Right. But again, as long as the PS5 is is active and available, uh, you can be anywhere in the world with internet. Now, your latency is going to vary depending on where you are and what your internet connection is. So your, your best quality would be in the same network, you know, to be right. in your same house. Uh, but theoretically, you could be in Seoul... Uh, and play everything on your PlayStation five uh, back in Salt Lake City and uh, and and therefore, go to your home screen on your PS five. and I think launch Netflix. The fact that you can't do premium makes me wonder, like, oh, do they stop you from streaming anything from the internet mm-hmm. to your portal, or is it just PS plus mm-hmm. that they're that they're gating? Right. Uh, so I'll, I'll be interested to see about that. But again the, the main pitch from Sony here is not use this to circumvent Netflix's region locking it's uh hey you can play everything you've got installed on your PS5 anywhere in the world you can get an internet connection mm-hmm. with this weird $200 device <laughs> but don't use bluetooth headphones oh yeah don't do that we didn't put bluetooth in it uh, we put what our own PlayStation link Connectivity, mm. and you may say, "Well, what's that good for?" That's good for the new Pulse Explorer earbuds mm. that are also two hundred dollars.
3: Yeah, oh another one ninety nine. <laughs> I guess I, you know, prior to all this, when they were just talking about Project Q, uh, I had said a couple of times, and I and I still think this would have been the right thing. But if this had been somewhere between ninety nine and one forty nine, I think you kind of had a. You 99
5: meet, starts to feel
3: real like, oh, you know what? Why not? You know, yeah. get,
5: I can go to a hotel and be able to access my PS5 as long as it's up on back home. Yeah, and Sony
3: makes nice hardware. It's not like yeah, we're going to yeah. get a piece of junk or anything. It's you know, It seems like a, a cool way to go, especially if you're really into that ecosystem. But the fact that it is just what's on your machine at home, uh, depending on your Wi-Fi. There's a lot of dependencies here. Yeah. It um, does have a headphone
5: jack. I'll give it that. Yeah.
4: So you, I mean, can, that's you, something...
3: Can, yeah. But not... do
4: I have headphones?
3: Oh, Bobby.
4: <laughs> you know like Crap. like I just don't feel like I don't think I have headphones anymore. Like everything I have is bluetooth.
5: You yeah. can get them for cheaper than a hundred ninety nine nine
4: nine. I guess they they are like ten bucks at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, you could go get a pair of earbuds
3: pretty cheap these days, I suppose. But I don't know. It's a weird play. I'm still kind of unsure where my head's at with it. I kind of need to see some hands on with it and see what people think of the build yeah. of it. I mean, it looks. It, some people complain. Well, it looks like you just split a controller and slapped an Android tablet in the middle, which kind definitely of, what it looks like. kind of what yeah. it looks like. But, but also, so what? So, well, that's not a problem, except I'm a little worried about about how does it, does it, it feels like it's going to snap when I look at it. Like it looks like oh, it's going to break mm-hmm. to me. It doesn't look like a sturdy device. And I don't know why I feel that way. It's just something visually going on there. It's, it's um, similar
5: to the foldable phones, right? We're, we're going to have to get used to it being durable, because it doesn't right. look durable. No. But it might right. be. It very well might be. The The way the, the Samsung Galaxy Fold and the Pixel Fold have turned out to be very durable, much more durable than the first generations of them were anyway, uh, this this might turn out to be just fine. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it holds up. Or it, it might just start falling apart. We have no idea.
3: The only part, I don't remember if they said a time or a date. Is it this fall, or what's the plan? Did they... Later this year. Later this year. Okay. Well, Yes. Fall. Speaking
4: of folding screens, wouldn't that be cool? I just thought of a new thing. What, what if you could have a controller that you used for your PlayStation? It's yeah. just a controller, but like inside of it is a rolled up screen and you could just walk away and oh, yeah, with a roll pull the, the parts apart game. and then the screen, of like, whoosh, and then it appears in the middle. And you I can don't think that's a
3: crazy somewhere. idea. I think that's probably the PlayStation Portal 2 could be that. Yeah, that could yeah. come at some point. I mean, honestly, I don't know why they couldn't have made. Uh, a bigger effort to say, oh, by the way, this will also work with, well, I know they don't want to do this, but it'd be cool if they were open to ideas of saying, hey, what if uh, GeForce Now worked with it and some other streaming to device services. Because doing this, what what they're saying you can do with this, you can already do. I can do this with other devices, including that Logitech one. I can do it with a Steam Deck. I can pull in PlayStation Remote Play with just about anything. Now, not all of them are going to start the PlayStation up, you know, there's some and
5: this is this is optimized because Sony can do this to reduce latency and so far I've read IGN and verge's reviews and they're like yeah we were in ideal conditions of course but it I didn't have any observable latency so your your ability to manage that with the portal is going to be better than just using some third-party device I'll, I'll give them that
3: yeah yeah
5: seems like this is something that just makes PlayStation
4: users feel better about being PlayStation users rather than bringing new people to the platform. Definitely, right? yeah, yeah. This it, isn't. For it feels people,
5: to me yeah. like there was a meeting where they said. You know this Nintendo Switch and the Steam Deck. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> we we need a competitor for that. What do we got? Hmm. Uh, and they said, well, this would be really expensive. Well, this would benefit our competitors. But and then they, you know, eventually as they started crossing things out that they d- weren't willing to do, they ended up with this. And hmm. they're like, well, uh, we could at least market it as something. And it just feels like a compromise device.
3: Yeah, yeah. it does to me too. Also, these head for these earbuds. So One hundred ninety nine is not like outrageous. Like you're going to find similarly priced not, stuff not for earbuds. from Apple. Can it, it be used not for
5: earbuds? For you can use with other things, right? Right. But <laughs> this is a classic Sony proprietary yeah. technology. Yep.
3: Yeah, which is you know like granted
5: you can buy it. They'll sell you a dongle, and then you can use it with your PC or your Mac or anything else. But your phone or sell whatever. you another thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: But that's... See, you're right. It's it's like back to the memory stick days a little bit. and uh, totally, Or yeah. UMDs or, you know, all these, all these stupid proprietary formats. And I understand that having... If you are the place that comes up with the format and everyone lives by that format, yeah. you, you make money in perpetuity until the end of time. I understand the desire to do it, but I feel like they're trying a little too hard to push PlayStation into a weird luxury space that I don't know that... Gamers want to go there. It's all already a very expensive hobby if you're buying games on the regular. Um, it's not like these devices are cheap or the games, these $70 experiences you, you you pay for or monthly service fees you pay for are cheap. So I don't know why they want it. Maybe they think this is something Microsoft and Nintendo aren't doing, so they should be the luxury brand. I don't, I don't know. I can't put Sony my head around it. Sony
5: is much more dominant in its domestic market than it is outside For sure. of its domestic okay, market. Sure. It's actually fairly dominant outside of its domestic market. but yeah. uh, So that tells you something. Right. I, I don't know if this is a situation where they say, oh, even if we only sell these in Japan, we can absolutely sell people with this in Japan You know, they come into the store, we explain the high quality sound, the low latency of these earbuds, uh, and we sell them the dongle and the headphones in enough that if we don't sell that many of them worldwide, it's not a big deal. Well, we'll, it's definitely worth being
3: a product because of that, because
5: it's the kind of thing you could see Apple getting away with in the U S
3: yeah. That's what it reminds me of, honestly, um, and they've tried to do this sort of stuff before, so we'll see. I don't know. I'd like to get my hands on specifically the uh, the portal just to see how that thing behaves. I like my PlayStation Five. Wouldn't mind extending its use in other ways. I don't know if I want to spend two hundred dollars to do that.
5: That's but. the thing, right? I, I'm because I'm kind of with you. I'm like, oh, the idea of that, you know, I could be traveling and just like fire up my PS Five and start playing. I might use it more in that mm-hmm. case, but I don't know if I need to pay two hundred dollars for that.
3: No, no, it's That's almost right? like a weird way of it's like it a, was such a half measure it's not that i need them to go full cloud or even full let me install stuff on this device i don't know what i want from them honestly this is a thing that i it I wasn't usually this. no. I usually <laughs> I usually can see something that any company does and go. Oh, I see what they're aiming for. I'm not actually yeah, yeah. really
5: sure here what they're aiming for. I don't know what the yeah. Every, I, the longer I read this, the more I was like, Well, it could be good for. Oh, wait, no Bluetooth. Oh, it could be good for. Oh, no cloud. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just it, it, they kept narrowing and narrowing. Who would really want this? I mean, best case
3: scenario really, on so- the airbuds, you think that they they would want the rest of the industry to adopt the link. Uh, protocol right like that would be that that'd be a thing I could see them wanting like suddenly Android and begrudgingly Apple at one point maybe say yeah it's Bluetooth and we also support the new this new link thing because it really took off but I'm not sure this is how you're gonna get it to take off like your proprietary freaking listening mo- mode it's just weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just weird man I mean lost this is cool don't get me wrong low latency awesome uh, Microsoft no, I, I, does it too with their controllers they have they have Bluetooth and they have a proprietary system that connects to their consoles that is faster than bluetooth but they have bluetooth in there also so when people use them for pcs or other mm-hmm. devices mm-hmm. you can use them um i don't, I don't know why sony's so uh, opposed to that but whatever planar magnetic drivers if that yeah. gets
5: your engine going
3: i'm ready they got them <laughs> yep that's uh, the future tom the future the,
5: the other weird thing that the headsets do is they can connect by bluetooth Mm which they can't to the portal because the portals just link but that means you could connect to your ps5 and a phone at the same time with the headsets
3: which is kind of cool
5: which is kind of cool so if you're playing a game and the phone rings you can answer the phone without disconnecting the audio from your ps5
3: yeah you basically create a two-channel yeah thing and that's kind of cool but
5: again it's one of those things like that's kind of cool i don't know if i'm willing to compromise on everything else here including the price uh, but yeah that is an inter-
3: interesting feature yeah well time will tell uh, we'll see him this fall see how they received and uh, does
5: time do we ever hold times feet to the fire on that one no. we always say
3: it will tell and then
5: sometimes it just sh- shuts up and it never talks again I'm not so. sure
3: it ever says anything to be honest yeah. What has times ever said to you that was meaningful <laughs> you know Fair I don't yet. I don't think it's ever talked to me again anyway it just goes by and then <laughs> doesn't talk that's it uh but we will not let time go by today without talking on the daily tech news show it's wednesday i get to be on that'll be great uh can't wait 2 p.m mountain time if you are inclined to see things live uh the podcast of course there afterwards and you should be a patron and all that other stuff tom merritt is there anything happening other than that or in that that you'd like to tell people about today
5: sure yeah um what, we just had a big roundtable on Daily Tech News Show yesterday. If you missed it, go check it out, dailytechnewsshow.com. Uh Tui Dao from Android Faithful, Shannon Morse uh, from ThreatWire... All uh, both big Pixel Fold users and and Android foldable users. Uh, I'm a Pixel Fold user myself, so we had a nice long conversation. Uh, part of it on DTNS, part of it on the extended Patreon show, just about foldables and the Pixel Fold and our experience with it and everything. So you can check that out at DailyTechNewsShow.com.
3: I think you should. Tom Merritt, everybody, he is Ace Detect on all the social medias, including X. Mm. See you, Tom. Mm. I hate that name so much.
4: Yeah, it doesn't feel good.
3: No, it doesn't even like uh, you know Twitter blue kind of had a uh, ring to it. X blue, yeah. that's, that's garbage. That's bad.
4: <laughs> it uh, it it messes up the outro to my podcast because because my co-host tries to say X like you're supposed to, and then I just I just like groan. I can't in the do middle it. Of her talking, she's like, and you can find us on X, and I'm just ugh.
3: I just it's just <laughs> I find I just it's disdainful. I hate it. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, all right. We are going to move down the path here and do some recommendals. Uh, that's what Wednesdays are for, folks. Well, not really. There's other things. But recommendals are important. We admit that. And i uh, got to add a couple of people to the call so that we can do this proper. Uh, sit back, relax. Let's do some recommendals together.
1: Well, what do you recommend? In a that. Tub-
3: Why'd that, play? <laughs> uh, that was a little bit weird. And now it won't get quiet. All right. Oh, there we go. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Recommendals. This is where we talk about uh, streaming stuff, movies, TV, things that have been on a streaming service here or there, and we uh, try to tell you where you should go and find this stuff. Today's no different. Welcome to the program, Nicole Spag. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm okay. How are you guys doing?
3: Fantastic. Oh, you sound great. Where are you? You sound good.
1: I'm in my car on my phone
3: oh you sound good you sound great
1: cars are
4: a great place
3: they are for, for audio they really are i think yeah because you got um, you I mean, kind of have a
1: the, uh, headset that came with the phone
3: oh mm-hmm. nice yeah <laughs> when you have like um something about the enclosed nature and the padded nature of a car it's almost like a little booth works yeah. out nice uh also <laughs> with us randy jordan aka randy deluxe hello randy
6: good morning morning stream hello i'm Hi. well i my uh reformed orthodox rabbi bill clinton wants gta6
3: oh my god. dude freaking can we have one video game stage event especially one with jeff keeling on it where some idiot doesn't storm the stage i've had it with this i don't know if you saw this bobby but yesterday no i didn't once again uh the opener it was for gamescom in cologne germany and at the very beginning of this thing some douchebag and his friend get up on stage Basically, what do they call it? Stage bombing? Yeah, stage bombing. And they did get up and just start yelling that uh, Bill Clinton wants GTA 6. Bill Clinton wants GTA 6. And it's in a reference to that other kid from the Game Awards who got up and just said, what did he say? that
6: his uh he he dedicated this award to his reformed orthodox rabbi bill clinton.
3: bill clinton which is just weird <laughs> and, it's,
6: and it's the free hong kong kid like why would he say why wouldn't he
3: i don't know he's very he's weird they're okay. all weird i hate it so much it just can makes,
1: i tell you something that mateo said to me and mark and we're like oh, where did you hear that he goes our lord and savior danny devito i go do you even know who danny devito is <laughs>
3: man you know we're gonna meme ourselves into oblivion i swear it's just gonna get worse it's so bad right now well anyway don't storm stages everybody that's a bad thing to do and it's terrible humanity to, uh to watch
6: My it. my big advice is start your show before you actually start your show yeah so have these people think that they're storming the stage while you're live and recording and yeah. then you nab them, get them out of there, and then start the actual
3: recording. Or have some security that is literally making sure nobody gets up and runs anywhere. That that would be a good thing to do as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to do some recommendals. We have a list here. Um, when Brian's here, he starts. So I thought it'd be fun to just let Bobby start, because why not? Uh, you
1: didn't see my you didn't see my message did you
3: oh no uh well did i is it i got a clip i said
1: i said can i start first i have another meeting oh yeah no 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 (laughs)
3: i can totally do you first i missed your message sorry about that um Uh, tim wants
1: you to ask me about my closet too uh
3: what's in your closet is there something weird going on
1: (laughs) mark just redid the closet he released a video of it
3: oh well we should look at that do we get to see any do we get like an idea of like what kind of shoes you're into and stuff like that or
1: not really you get to see my uh collection of sweaters i
3: guess oh well then all right then i'm in i'm all in let's check this out sounds creepy i want to anyway, see this
6: yeah, I so- Got going right to the
3: feet nicole show me your sweaters and your shoes <laughs> all right well let's start with nicole then nicole do you have any setup right, for your yeah. uh your link here your clip
1: um so this is a documentary it's only an hour long it is is not it's like the precursor to the book I highly recommend the book we'll talk about it after it but um I couldn't give you the clip I wanted because it had a lot of Alanis Morissette music and I didn't want you to get a copyright strike Oh, but she's she's in the documentary and it's something that I have been exploring about myself and uh yeah it's like one of those getting sick back in December is has made me look at like my life as a whole and a lot of kind of like oh oh that's why that what's what, why I did that kind mm-hmm. of thing so
3: introspection i understand all right well let's yes, play yeah very up. much we'll see what we get here
4: well i knew something was up when um my family was looking at me somewhat strangely and i remember probably about 10 years ago my father and i were sitting down i was hosting a show in canada and he was having a moment and i was crying about something intense for me um which he'd gotten used to, I suppose, at that point, he said to
1: me, uh, he said, Alanis, I'm so sorry. We just never really knew what to do with you. We were at a loss.
3: That's I like the sorry.
1: So played. it was Alanis Warset. I thought I sent you a different clip.
3: Oh, that would, no, that's the one you sent. Just her sitting oh, there talking. It, it, it's cool. This, the music's. She talks over it enough. I don't think we'll get dinged yeah, on yeah. it. But um, okay. Good, uh, good. Tell me about. Is this a documentary about her, or is she just involved in this somehow?
1: She's just involved in it. Um, so this is a. You can find it on Amazon Prime. It's under that freebie thing mm. that they have now. Yeah. So there's some there's commercials, but it's like I said, it's only an hour long. It's called sensitive. The untold story and i thought i sent you a clip of um the author of the book she's been she's a i believe she said she was a sociologist but she's a she's a doctor in this area and she has studied it for a long long time and if you listen to the book um She goes into detail about this isn't necessarily introvert, extrovert. This is also not autism, though people with autism definitely have more sensory um, things going on. Um, This is really looking at the there's 20 percent of the population that are what is called sensitive. And it's not you're going to get your hurt feelings hurt though that could happen but it's your nervous system is very much in tune to your environment and can be overwhelmed very quickly Mm. um whether it's smells noises you know you're just in tune with your environment and can easily your bucket can fill really fast Mm. you know the whole spoons thing so it's been an interesting journey to, for me to to watch the documentary, which was kind of funny because it's a little overstimulating for me to watch. It was a little they have a lot of cuts and the, the the kind of acting is a little bad. But if you are interested in this topic, um, the book, which is called The Highly Sensitive Person, um, is really good. I'm listening to that on Audible, and I think that's free to listen to as well. But I sent you guys a quiz because in the book, they had a list of 20, I think it was like 25 questions and you can answer them true or false. And if you answer 12 or more um, true, then you are potentially uh, a highly sensitive person.
6: Well, the, the, um, it was, you scaled the answer. So if you, if it, was, yes. it was, which ones do you scale the the farthest?
1: Yeah, that one was like. Um, not true and then sort of true and then definitely true kind of things. But in the book, it, she, she kind of simplified it. So, cause you're listening to it. So, you, so I'm counting them and I'm going, yes, yes, yes. I had 21 <laughs> that were true. Um, yeah. And so, how many,
6: how many did I have? I forgot. You, said you, had,
1: you had four, but that doesn't okay, necessarily okay. mean that you don't have sensitive traits because What she goes into the book to explain is that our environment, our experiences, all those things can can change the intensity of that sensitivity. So for me, um, I I figured a way to cope, but unfortunately my illness back in December completely took my wall down and I had no coping mechanisms whatsoever. And I'm like, oh my God, why is this so hard? And then I started looking back to my childhood and all the little things that I would do to stop the sounds to get into my head. So I always had had headphones. I always had something to focus on, whether it be a book or music. So I, I kind of pulled myself out of my environment into my own world. Um, and then I was like, "Okay, this is starting to make more sense now." Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I sent you the quiz, but I I'd be happy to to read some of the the questions to you if you're curious. Yeah, I'm
3: curious. Read read a couple of those. I'd be I'm showing All the right, chat room. So, By the way, Kindle Unlimited has this book for free right now. Um, yes, so yes, it's worth grabbing. I think I'm going to grab um,
1: it. And and she, she it it's, it has a lot of case studies in her her work and there's a lot of like science behind what she's talking about and how in society that 20% usually saw them you know in historic kind of as the advisors the people that can pick up uh, I'll go through the questions and you'll see um so are you easily overwhelmed with uh by strong sensory input whether it's smell hearing anything kind of like your senses yeah and it's Uh, Do you seem to be aware of subtleties in your environment? Do you do other people's moods affect you?
3: Oh my gosh. I need to to (laughs) read this book.
1: (laughs) Do you tend to be more sensitive to pain? Hmm. Do you find yourself needing to withdraw during busy days into bed or a darkened, uh, darkened room or any place where you can have some privacy and relief from the stimulation? Are you particularly sensitive to the effects of caffeine? Yeah. Are you easily overwhelmed by things like bright lights, strong smells, coarse fabrics, noise? Yeah. Do you have a do you have a rich complex inner life?
3: Yeah.
6: Why are am I answering yes to all of these? My gosh. Well, that's that's the thing. You need to do this test on a scale. It's yes, no. guess no doesn't well, get to the the subtleties of of how average a lot of these right.
3: Things are. Right. Some of them might. Yeah. I was going to say some of these might be to some people they're going to feel like a, a bit of this. Right. right. Some of this or whatever. Yeah. But some of probably it probably benefits from a professional being involved. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah.
1: And that's what she says. That's what she says. This is just to kind of get you on your journey of kind of. What I liked about the book is that, yes, we're talking about, okay, you've identified yourself as a sensitive person, so what are the things that you can do to help yourself? And I know I started down this journey more for my son, um, and then it turned out, oh, that's where he gets it. It's for me. Yeah. um, and I, you know, I've had 40 some odd years to kind of figure this out and kind of gently, I've always, I, I, I'm able to walk into a room and know immediately if there's something off, like the, the vibe check, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you startle easy. That's for me is like a hundred percent. Yes. The most ridiculous times I, Mark will scare me. I know he's there. And he will scare me.
3: I've scared you um, before and didn't mean to. I've walked up to you at an event or something and said, hey, and you're like, ah! <laughs> yeah, that's happened.
1: So, again, there's 27 questions. I'll put a link. You can actually, if you just um, if you just Google uh, highly sensitive person questionnaire, you'll see the list of this. But it, it, it's not necessarily to diagnose you because here's the thing. It's not a diagnosis. It's a trait in every it's in animals it's in humans it's it's across the board and she talks about why it's important that that trait survives like we're aware when something happens so like if we were out in let's say we're deer you know well deer are kind of always highly sensitive (laughs) yeah but But they're in a
6: very particular
3: way
1: (laughs) yes exactly Right. right um so and she goes into talking about the, you know, 50% of the population is more like, you know, you have the warriors and the people to rush in. And you have the sensitive people to say, let me be your advisor. Let mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. tell you the situation that that I'm observing mm-hmm. that you may not be seeing. Mm-hmm. And so it's just an interesting way to look at it. And she goes on to reiterate, this is not to... To say that that this type of person is better than it's just sure, to make yeah. you feel a little less alone. I know I for a long time have felt a little foreign to friends and groups, and I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, I've always felt like I'm I'm a little off than the group. Yeah, and, it sounds
4: like it it provides a good framework for which to look at yourself and to look at other people it's like it's not so you said it's not diagnosable but it's like no. there are other things like that right like type a and type b people right yes. like that's not a diagnosis that's just a description of how someone experiences the world right
1: exactly exactly and 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 so if you find yourself being a very sensitive like your your nervous system sensitive there there's probably you know some some little Tips and tricks that you could gain from either watching the documentary uh, right. as a precursor and then going on to the book. So and
3: she, and she doesn't Alanis Morissette never acknowledges that all those things she said were ironic in that song are not actually ironic, right? Does she get <laughs> into doesn't that?
6: Actually, okay. She's actually talked about that. Has she's she responded okay. to that
3: in many instances? Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I need look look to I need to find seek that out and hear that because
6: man, yeah. none of those are ironic. I think they even made fun of it on the Great North. Like it's a
3: really common thing for her to deal with. I'm sure it's almost the number one thing she has to, if, as far as things to deal with, she probably has it's to. Probably
4: her favorite thing to do. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. You can imagine she loves it. I to answer
1: this question again. right? Uh,
3: no kidding. Well, uh, enjoy your meeting. And this is great. This is on Prime. Uh, again, called, uh, let's see. Sensitive. Sensitive. Uh, the
1: Untold Story.
3: There you go. The book is called The Highly Sensitive Person, How to Thrive When the World Overwhelms You. Yes. Um, and that is available, uh, for free on Kindle Unlimited hardcover, 14 bucks. You can get it anywhere books are sold. Uh, Nicole, it's always good to have you go, go yeah. to your meeting. Thanks
1: have guys. Fun. Hey
6: Nicole, uh, uh, ah. enjoy your closet.
3: Yeah. Have fun Thank in your closet. You. Yep. Nicole's closet. Build it up. Coming to TLC this week. Nicole's closet. All right. Bye. All right. Let's keep moving down the road here. Uh, let's now Bobby do yours. Uh, <clears throat> tell you me to set this up real yeah, fast. Yeah. Set it, set it up. What do you got?
4: All right, so the scene you're about to hear is about uh, two friends who are going through a tough time in life. Yep. They're, um, they're foreigners who are living in the U.S., and they're dealing with some prejudice treatment from a store owner who won't serve them. Mm. And uh, and they've gone to talk to a mutual friend to get some advice or some understanding about the situation. That's what you need to know when you go into listening to this. Sounds so
3: serious. All right, let's see what we got here. So
0: he wouldn't serve us basically just because we're from New Zealand?
3: What? Is that the norm?
0: Well, you guys are in America now, and there's a lot of prejudice here. Especially towards people like you. What do you mean people like us?
3: You know, the, the English and whatnot. Redcoats, the oppressors. We're not English. But be that as it may, Jermaine. You're pretty much the most disliked race in this whole country. What, what about black people?
4: They don't like you either. Neither do the Chinese, <laughs> the Asians, Polish, Russian, Croatians, even the
0: Indians. Yeah, but Dave, you're Indian. You hate us.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Sometimes.
3: But you're our best friend. I know. <laughs> you're gonna make me re-watch this, aren't you? Gosh dang it. That's so funny. Yep. yep. Alright. So this is
4: a uh, Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Um, it's right on, uh, HBO Max or just Max right now. Right. Um, this is, a have never
3: seen this, this, I'm doing my first watch Ooh. of this. Ooh. Oh, you are lucky. I wish I was you, man. What a great um, time yeah, that must be.
4: Yeah. So, time. so for those who don't know, Flight of the Concords is a musical comedy duo from New Zealand and they did this show back in, I think it was 2006 was when it premiered. I th- it wasn't on Max back then. I think it was Comedy Central and a bunch of other, uh, some other places, but, um, uh I've heard people talk about this show Forever and for whatever reason I've always been like, "Eh, okay, meh. It sounds whatever." Um and I just decided to check it out and holy cow, is this show exactly for me. It is it is so f- freaking hilarious. <laughs> this is like such a funny show. Um it's uh so so the the, the it's about the two band members, um Jermaine Clement and Brett McKenzie if you if you recognize the name Jermaine clement then it's because of what we do in the shadows uh directs what we do in the shadows um and they are the two members of flight of the concords the music group yeah um it it definitely feels like what we do in the shadows um like it's definitely you can tell that there's a connection there um it also feels a lot like uh, one of the other connections that it has because the the th- I'd say the third major cast member of this show is their band manager uh, who's played by Reese Darby from yep. Our Flag Means Death. Band meeting? Yep. 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 <laughs> and you know what's funny that you say that? Because I hear you guys say that all the time and I always thought, where's that? F- I didn't know what that was. And then as soon as I, the first episode he says that and I'm like, <laughs> that's it. That's- yeah. Band meeting?
3: Yeah, it's hard to um, avoid. It's pretty great. Yeah,
4: but uh but yeah, so it, it it definitely has a lot of these connections and you can feel it when you're watching this show. It's um it's a very dry absurd uh sort of tone. Um the it's just a story about these two they're playing themselves as as flight of the concords and um and it's just about them completely struggling as a, <laughs> to try to do music. The whole joke is that they their uh, their band manager uh restart but he can never get them any gigs and when it is it's at places like the aquarium or um other places like that
3: um if it feels by uh, the way if this feels to people or feels to you like what we do in the shadows both the movie and the and the show it's because these guys were all also working um with taika watiti on this so fly to the yes. concords at least two full episodes were written by him but he was always around these guys are all from new Zealand. Uh, yeah. Jermaine Clement was in Eagle versus shark the year prior to all this, uh, that Taika Waititi directed, like the, they're, they're all, in, they're all in cahoots, these guys. So if you find any of these people funny, they're all basically, you know, they're all, they all came from the same loaf of bread.
4: Right. You right. Know? It's, um, Kristen Schaal is also in this. She plays like their own, the band's only fan. Yeah. Um, who's <laughs> I love who's that. obsessed with them. First time I ever
3: saw her was this show.
4: Yeah. Um, I, I this may have been the first thing she did big on television. I'm not sure. I don't know about that for sure.
3: Her and uh, Eugene Merman, who plays Eugene in the show, would go on to be Gene in Bob's Burgers with Kristen Schaal. Mm-hmm. So there's some connective yeah. tissue there, like some of the writers and stuff and yeah.
4: Yeah. Anyway. There's a lot of a lot of people that uh if very early in their career pop up um in this i just watched an episode that aziz ansari the the clip episode that clip came from was the person who was the store owner who was being prejudiced against them <laughs> that they claimed that they had a race war with <laughs> yeah. um, was is aziz ansari plays yep. the uh the fruit stand owner and um so lots of little people like that show up throughout the show early very young versions of themselves
6: yeah, it's an incredible, um, very show. hilarious show. It's really good. When um, I lived in Austin, uh, there was this day at work where I was about to go on a business trip. I was like going to end my work day and go to the airport, and practically everybody I worked with was like, "Ah, you're going to miss it. We're all going to see Fly to the Concords. and mm-hmm. apparently they were they were like we're doing a stage show, like for a week in Austin back then. It was like 2005. And I, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't care. Probably the show that I most regret missing, you know, like everybody went to see flight of the concords live in Austin and I, I totally missed it.
3: Missed it. Yeah. And then they don't really tour anymore. Um, a fun way to see Brett McKenzie and you didn't, maybe you never knew you, he was there, but he was one of the, uh, elves in, um, Lord of the Rings. Um, really like a lot of New Zealanders end up being in that thing but yeah. he was one of the elves next time you watch it just look for him and you'll see him it'll be like oh there's Brett McKenzie but he's done a ton of music stuff since he did all the music for those Muppet revival movies Muppets most wanted the one before that I forgot the name of it um, and that has the, the same director directed most or is one of the show creators of, of Flight of the Concords. it just feels like a lot of the DNA that would come out to in all of these New Zealand megastars directors writers actors mm. All seem to foment in *Flight of the Concords. Yeah, for yeah. me anyway. That's, that's a, about the timing of it, right?
4: The quality of the show—you can definitely tell that it was a low-budget, uh, f- low-budget filmed in 2006. Um, but it, don't let that like—if you see it, don't you know? Everything looks so good now because technology's advanced so far. Don't let that cloud anything. Like, it's 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 really really good. You should uh, you should watch it. It's it's every episode they they weave in songs and they're all hilarious. Um it's it's just really really good Flight of the Concords. You it's on it's streaming on Max right now and um yeah. Yep.
3: Back then you could only get it on straight HBO. That was the best you could do in 2006.
6: Also uh, they're yeah. like one of their uh one of their concert films is on HBO Max right now.
3: You can you can go see what oh, their stage cool. show was like. What's that oh, called? Cool, yeah. Do you have the name for that? Butchers? Uh, just probably f- Fly of the concord something yes flight of the concords uh, live on stage mags. let's see it's called live in london is that the one mm, probably yeah that might be it um there's been talk of a reunion series i hope that happens that would be fantastic I, yeah i'd be all into it rise Darby uh, alone would make it worth it um Who also had an amazing guest starring role on Bob's Burgers. (laughs) It's like they all ended up on Bob's Burgers. Uh, All right. Excellent stuff. uh, Randy, Brandy, Brandy. Let's throw it over to Brandy. Um, She, rather he, Randy, brought us a clip. And I don't know what it is, so you're going to set it up for us. What do you got here?
6: Oh, okay. You don't know. So it's a uh, really, really popular movie (laughs) that's uh, now on streaming. And if you didn't see it at the movies, because you probably didn't, right? You're not going to the theater that much. Mm. Uh, it's now streaming, and you should absolutely watch it because it's so fun, Scott. In this oh. clip, you're going to hear uh, people that you know for sure. You're going to know exactly what movie this is. Uh, they are uh, trying to explain to some new friends and uh, what they're doing, and their new friends don't speak the same language, so it's very awkward. All right, here you go. Thank you.
3: What's up?
5: Our friend... He's dying, uh... We love our friend, but he is dying.
0: That's not dying, that's already dead. They'll think he's already dead. They'll think we're here on a quest for revenge. Drax, sit up. That's what it's here for. Drax,
3: it isn't. It's made for people to sit shoulder to shoulder right next to each other. Get your boots off for pillows. i find it hard to believe. It doesn't have multiple purposes. I'm sorry. My friend is a dumbass.
0: Yeah. That's
3: the same as you're dying.
0: Why do you criticize everything? Then why is
3: it oblong then? It
0: was a totally different sound. Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, Dying, uh, dumbass. See, it's the same. All right, guys.
3: <laughs> i haven't least seen three yet but i i have a oh my b- god massive crush on um on mantis i cannot get enough of her so i can't wait to watch well, i need to watch I, it it's right here on plus disney plus why haven't i turned it on i don't know
6: yes you should you should absolutely watch it it's a, a great movie um i i just i give it my highest recommendation it is everything you might hope for in uh guardians of the galaxy movie uh it's the best
4: as, of the three i think and that's saying a lot
6: Mm. Ooh, I'm not, I'm not going there. I just, oh, okay. I just found it very pleasant, <laughs> you know, like mm. I, when I, when I'm coming on here saying everybody should watch this, I'm trying to name things that I, you know, that make me happy, you mm. know, that, or, or, sure. or something. And it, it was, it was very happy making this movie. Um, it's a bit long. Scott and uh it really does get into all the different characters I don't mind length
3: so, I don't know why you said my name but I don't mind length length is okay I like a long movie if I can get time yeah. for it you know it's all right so um <laughs> you
6: know you just heard most of the some of the cast there um there uh you know they were talking about the the main plot of the movie the movie has like five subplots <laughs> but you know the main plot of the movie which kicks off pretty early in the movie so there's not really any spoilers here uh you know it's about uh the past of rocket and uh it it actually a lot of the movie it jumps back to his backstory and it's very interesting and it's very well portrayed really uh just like it's a movie you can watch more than once i think because there's so much story in it but uh definitely handled as you know james gunn can do no wrong
3: yeah he's pretty good at this it turns out
0: mm-hmm.
3: turns out he's pretty great and then he can go do dc things now and we hope he's good there too uh, time will tell i guess I, we yep. get our first real taste of him with what that superman legends of or no superman legacy whatever it's called they're making a new superman and he's making it he's writing it directing it could be awesome might be crap who knows uh, anyway, yeah. that's Guardians of the Galaxy 3, or Volume 3, uh, literally right now on Disney+. Plus. Go catch it. Any questions? Uh, none. I have All none. right.
6: <laughs> it's, a, it's a Guardians movie. I mean, I felt like uh, the second one is the one that uh, Bobby probably agrees was the lesser of the three
3: that's true. And and,
4: and, ma- I, and maybe that's why I thought this one was so much so good is because that's the more recent one. you know. Yeah.
6: Yeah. But I, I, I just like, there's a, there are a bunch of reasons why the second one is the lesser of the three. And I feel like this movie knows that, sure. <laughs> you know, I feel like everybody making the movie understands, you know, like, Oh, we had some, we had some like lower spots and they don't in this movie. It's, balls to the wall from beginning to end.
4: Nice. I think I also th- like it so much because, and you said this, it it does every, th- the third one does everything you want it to do with, if, for a movie that is doing what it's doing,
3: you know? Yeah. It's a good, also a great way to, from what I've heard and I haven't seen it, but a great way to end a, you know, a trilogy. Uh, yeah, I a think, strong note. <laughs> I,
6: I, for some reason, I can't stop thinking about this movie in comparison to ocean's 11. And it's, it's because of the way oceans 11 ends. And hmm. you would think that when, you, if you watch oceans 11, watch the end of the movie, you would think, well, they're, they're not going to make a sequel to this, right? Hmm. Like the way it ends, it's like saying to you, we we're, we're done. This hmm. is the end of our story now. And this movie does that too, like from the beginning, it's like, it's almost like a title card hits you and says, uh, you know, in our final tale, <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> and, but like oceans 11 had sequels. <laughs> so that's, that's true. true.
3: And a really bad middle one. So there's that 13 12 is terrible. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's move on. So that's over on Disney plus, uh, the shit out of luck.com. Everybody go check it out. All right.
4: I, I told Claire that I would wave. I'd do Brian's job and, and wave to let her know that spoiler part's over.
3: Oh, did she think we were spoiling? She always thinks that, but we
6: Yeah, didn't. I'm not going to argue with her. I'm just going to. <laughs> <laughs> she
3: just thinks we are. Um, all right. I, yeah.
6: I, when, I, when I say everybody's already seen this, uh, I know like 10% of people have <laughs> already seen it like that's the reason we're recommending it
3: sure yeah. there isn't yeah there's no way everybody has um and i'm excited to see it i don't know why i've put it off part of it is my daughter and wife have seen it they saw it in theaters and i can't remember the reason why i didn't it wasn't there they they were just i don't know they were out of town or something and saw it and um so now i i feel weird watching that by myself but i guess i'm gonna do, do
6: you do you know anybody who said to you that they saw Guardians 3 and didn't
3: like it? Um, no, I don't know anyone who didn't like it. Everybody I've talked to loved it. So I have a feeling I'm in for a good time.
6: Yeah, and we're so lucky to be alive when movies hit streaming so quickly.
3: Oh, I know right. Like mm-hmm. stuff it's like no times like waiting for Indiana Jones is not a problem. It'll be here before I know it. Um, all right, here is mine. This is a TV series. It is uh, on Paramount Plus. I was a little slow getting to this, knowing my um, love for the genre on display here. It is a surprise I took so long to watch it, but I love it. Here it is. I'm taking
1: my wife to the ocean. And I'm going to sit on the beach and let her see it. That was her dream. You know, I'm going to see her. That's my dream. In the meantime, her could sure use its cowgirl. All
6: right, would you do me a favor? Yeah. Would Would you play the first ten seconds of that again and tell me that he does not say he wants to shit on the beach?
3: Okay, hold on. Let her see it. Take my wife to the ocean. Here we go. Here's the next bit and I'm gonna shit on the beach and let her see it.
6: <laughs> oh, it's close. It's close. Ah,
3: shit on the beach and let her see it.
4: Well, you got to you got to pull that one out now. Scott.
3: Oh gosh, dang it. It oh, really ruins that flipped. scene too. Um all right. So this is 1883. It is a prequel series, uh, a one-off season. As part of Taylor Sheridan's uh, long story all about everybody who's a Dutton in the Dutton family, it all leads up to Yellowstone. Yellowstone, of course, was the big hit before all of this. I've been a Taylor Sheridan fan for years, though, prior to any of his success with these new shows. Uh, Things like Hell or High Water. It's an amazing movie. He wrote that. Uh, Sicario, the first Sicario and second Sicario movie. He wrote those movies. I love those movies. Um, Just a really great writer. And I think when he does stuff set in... The West, Westerns, modern Westerns, old Westerns, doesn't matter. He's just got a real touch for it. And um, this is great. Uh, It is basically Oregon Trail the show in that they are leaving Kentucky and making their way to the promised land that in their minds is Oregon. It's a combination of people. Um, You heard in that uh, bit there Sam Elliott who plays Shea Brennan. Uh, He's a former Captain in the army, the um I can't remember if it was the southern states or if he was he was up north. I can't remember now. But anyway, he was he was there for the Civil War, saw a lot of really dark stuff. And his own personal life, that whole bit on the beach there was him talking about his wife for a reason. He he lost her in kind of a horrible way. And so he's going that direction for two reasons. One, he's been hired to kind of guide everyone out there. He's sort of the the survivalist who knows what to do to get there. And he's also just Getting away from the tragedy of his life and trying to find somewhere new to go, he is giving a performance here. I've always loved him, but you could kind of say that Sam Elliott is always that same dude, just kind of that hey, what are y'all doing? Or you know, just, he's just kind of that guy. But this is way more nuanced than that. He puts in an emotional, really affecting uh, performance as as this character. He's really fantastic. Um, your main people in this movie or this movie, this show. Tim McGraw. Yeah, that's right. Country singer Tim McGraw as James Dutton. Uh, Faith Hill, his actual wife, as his fictitious wife, Margaret Dutton. They're amazing in this. I feel like it's a discovery. I don't know what the hell's going on. Put them in all westerns forever. I don't know what's going on. They're amazing. Tim McGraw is a freaking badass in this. And I don't even know his music. I don't even know what songs he does. I just know this was perfect for them. So they're excellent in this. Uh, Elsa Dutton is their daughter, played by Isabel May. She is kind of the crux of all of it. And I won't say more than that, but she is kind of who you see a lot of this through, like the eyes of of this world through her. Um, And then a ton of really great supporting cast. I can't say enough about this guy, uh, LaMonica Garrett. Uh, He is this uh, black actor who is just owning every scene he is in. Just blowing my mind. Um, People remember him from things like Sons of Anarchy, um, the terminal list designated survivor has been in a ton of stuff. He is so good in this. Um, so here's, here's who this is for. If you like Westerns, bingo, if you like, uh, hard trail living, you know, where you, <laughs> the, a bunch of these people are like German immigrants and they're trying to help them get across and they don't understand. You can't just drink out of a lake. You got to boil that water. Uh, you lose like four of them there. Um, you got to cross rivers where you're going to lose another four people. Like it doesn't pull punches on how hard that move West was. And it's not just a bunch of artificial conflicts with like native Americans or something. There's some of that, but it's mostly just the, the wild, like it's really hard to survive. You don't have enough food. We got to hurry up and beat winter. You got to get through salt Lake city and cut over those mountains before the, you know, this is all happening, you know, as it did back then. This is a fictional story, of course, but it is told with such deft hands. uh, I cannot wait to move on to 1923, which is the next one in the series that is another just one-off season, and that's the Harrison Ford thing, which everyone says is amazing also. Apparently, there's some crossover there, but uh, it's great. He's built a real franchise with this stuff. I mean, I don't know. Some people may not like Yellowstone. I love it. I love all this Taylor Sheridan shit, he can just make make whatever he wants. Just keep making it, and I'm all in. And this one will make you uh, real happy, I think. So anyway, if you haven't seen it, it's on Paramount Plus, 1883. It's amazing.
6: I haven't seen it. I'm really looking forward to watching it now.
3: Well, you'll love it, dude. It's so good.
6: I mean, the bottom line is, I think there's too much Taylor Sheridan. It feels like, uh, you know, there's got to be a stinker in here somewhere, right? Tulsa King may, might not be as good as the rest, right? And you Maybe. Gotta, like, it's reviewed it okay,
3: but, you know, yeah. I mean, it, I'm looking at IMDb right now 8.7 for Yellowstone, 1883, 8.6, 8.5, eight, something like that for 1923. Mayor of Kingstown, the uh, Jeremy Renner thing, 8.2. Like they're all in the high eights to nines for everything he's making. And those movies I mentioned, Sicario 1 and 2, uh, freaking uh, the one I just said, Hell or High Water, those are all, I hold those in such high regard. I, the guy just has a, he's got the touch, man, for a very specific kind of thing. Like, Sicario is like a a war thing. Like, it's a covert ops thing. It's not yeah. even close to a Western. But it's something about it has this, I don't know, he's quickly becoming like really important to me as a voice out there making shit. And they clearly love him at Paramount because he's making all kinds of new stuff and some of these you know series keep going. And how lucky can you be to have your fictional world of these Dutton characters be able to go back and work with Sam Elliott and then bump forward and work with Harrison Ford and and a British actress Queen Lady. can't think of her name. Uh, she's famous and amazing and I can't think of her. She played the queen way back in the day. Anyway, her. Um, he's just killing it. And I have... I really enjoyed it. I could even argue, I'd even say like Yellowstone, which is like a modern Western set in current day in Montana with the Dutton family yeah. is a little more uh, soap opera ish in some a of its little? themes. <laughs> but I, but I, it's not, but this isn't that at all. Like 1883, it's just a raw ass freaking hardcore Western. Um, I, I think, I think he writes in writes for the time that it's set in and seeing this makes me feel better about Yellowstone having those elements because because of course it does it's set in our modern day where everyone's got phones and social media and bullshit it's not it's not the cowboys of old i don't know it's giving me a greater appreciation for it but anyway yeah. can't say enough about it 1883 is i wish they were going to do more of these and there is talk of a prequel to this being made so something set in the early early 1800s maybe even like you know early uh, come over from the boat and you know doc here in the states, sort of thing uh time frame i don't know but i'm so I'd be you all said
6: in. so you said you didn't know any of faith hill's husband's songs I, i'm sure I,
3: I do i just don't i'm not a listener Yeah,
6: i want to guess if there's one that you'll recognize right off the bat it's i like it i love it
3: oh that's a, i like it that's a, i love it i want some more of it that yep. one
6: okay towering hit Uh, there's a bunch of others like that. And
3: he's been uh, in tons of stuff, right? Like Flicka and Friday night lights, the movie. Uh,
6: Yeah. Yeah. He started, uh, he started pushing into acting like 20 years ago. Yeah.
3: He's done stuff, but this, and also he is, I don't know who's training him. This dude is ripped. And I mean, like (laughs) he's older than me Hmm. and he is just a specimen and he is scary as shit. But at the same time, he's like this amazing father and husband in this thing. Like this just gets to why I love westerns so much. It's myth- it's mythological but also realistic and historical at the same time and it just gets all that right. And freaking yeah. Sam Elliott with a gun dude, he's scary as hell. So Tim good.
6: McGraw and Faith Hill are one of those celebrity couples that feel like they'll always be together.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they they're a real power couple in like every every way I could think to define it. Anyway, it's really good. Check it out. All of this stuff will be up on uh, quicktms.li at some point. Brian, I think, was going to try to put up some of it before he left. But if not, we'll, we'll tag it in there when we get a sec. Uh, and we hope you all enjoy it. Randy, it's been great having you on, man.
6: Yeah, it has, hasn't
3: it? It has. Uh, <laughs> film, sack, film sack. this weekend, we had a great roundtable discussion. Excited to get that out to yeah. people. So watch for that. What was it on? Oh, uh, ratings and reviews and whether they're worth a crap in movies. Uh, we went hard
6: very interesting like everybody's got a slightly different angle that's
3: right i like all these angles go angle something we'll see you soon all right bobby that brings us to the end of the show wow we went long today look at us we
4: sure did that's a that's a wednesday It is a Wednesday
3: here on the show. Um, I put a thing in here that is not correct. I said chorus tonight. It is not. But I would like to find out when All Around Science publishes so people can know where to find your cool work. Please tell them.
4: We put all of our episodes out on Monday on All Around Science, and it's episodes full of the latest science news or whatever we find going on that's interesting in science. Um, So just check that out on Mondays. Subscribe. If you go on to the podcast app, you look for all around science and you and you click on add or subscribe or whatever it is on the platform, then you don't have to worry about when the episodes come out.
3: That's right. They just end up in your thing. They're just through there.
4: The magic of the waves of the internet. Yep. That's
3: They'll what they call they your call your call them waves. So yep. we're being real accurate here with the terminology <laughs> that we got going. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, please do check it out if you like a little science in your life. Then uh, that is a fine, fine show. We have one quick thing. I'd like to get out of the way, and that is telling our fine patrons at home how amazing they are. And how do I know you're amazing? Because you have bellied up to the bar and supported your favorite morning show at patreon.com slash TMS You too, and you know who I'm talking about, could be in there as well. Any of you who've like been on the fence, I don't know, I don't know, I might need that extra buck a month I've been hanging on to. Well, maybe you don't. Head on over there and check out all the reasons why you could support us. Patreon.com slash TMS and get those benefits today frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else that's gonna do it for us uh to get out of here I got another song Brian left me with a request I'm gonna read this email this is from Jaina Pride which sounds a lot like Jaina Proudmore. hmm mm-hmm. uh, they want uh, our house from the on series and they say this hi guys this is past April or this past April sorry <laughs> This is April from the past. April from the past. I had to miss TMS Vegas due to needing to relocate or reallocate the funds for a new home purchase. That's always fun. I've spent the uh, time since creating a home for my son and I. Now, months later, I'm very excited to see everyone at the Southeast meetup this weekend. We'll be all staying in a giant house. That's right. Uh, They're all headed down there. Uh, there's a theme there. See, she says. Anyway, I'd like to request a cover of Madness's Our House. I thought it appropriate, not just for myself, but also for everyone heading to North Carolina this weekend. And what better cover for a Southeast meetup than a bluegrass one? Thanks for all you do. And I can't wait to see people this weekend. Your mom's a hoe, though. Kidding. I love you guys. Uh, but it just came to mind. Much love, Jaina. Well, Jaina, I hope you have a great time down there with everybody. Uh, keep Dunaway and Ibbitt in line, will you? Got to keep your eye on them. I'm not here to, you know, do that. So you got to do it. Uh, uh, We'd love to play your song. Let's do it. This is that cover. uh, And uh, I'm going to play it now. Bobby, one more time, I want to say to you, thank you for co-hosting today
4: anytime i say it every time anytime it's uh I, I love doing it
3: well it's great having you here we'll definitely have uh, some future where that happens again and uh we look forward to it and also your segments when you come on the show on the regular thank you everybody for listening that will do it for us today again we're off tomorrow we'll be back monday with a full show and uh, we got core this week we got filmsack, we got everything else so do check all that stuff out and we'll see you next time
0: Wears his Sunday best. Mother's tired, she needs a rest. The kids are playing up downstairs. Sister's sighing in her sleep. Brother's got a date to keep. He can't hang around. Our house in the middle of our street. Our house in the middle of our our house and has a crowd. There's always something happening, and it's usually quite loud. Our mom, she's so house-proud. Nothing ever slows down, and a mess is not allowed. Our house, in the middle of our street. Our house, in the middle of our... Our house, in the middle of our street. Our house, in the middle of our... Father gets up late for work Mother has to iron a shirt Then she sends the kids to school Sees them off with a small kiss She's the one they're gonna miss In lots of ways Such a very good time, such a fine time, such a happy time, and I remember how we'd we it. it was a day away, then we'd say, nothing would come between us, two dreamers. Father wears his Sunday best, mother's tired, she needs a rest, the kids are playing up downstairs, sister's sighing in her sleep, brother's got a day to keep, he can't hang around. In the middle of our street, our house. In the middle of our, our house. In the middle of our street, our house. In the middle of our, our house. Was our castle and our keep, our house. In the middle of our, our house. That was.
3: more at frogpants.com.
1: All right, children, who's going to be the first one to recite the alphabet?
3: Uh, Bobby will be.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands.